and welcome to another episode of All That Film. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today we are joined by Jude and Turtle. Hello. Hi. As well as, hey, myself. Uh, real quick, guys, what is one of your favorite films? You can name any film. It doesn't even have to be your number one favorite, but just share a little bit about yourself. Little Turtle, I'll let you, I'll let you go first. Oh, thanks. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> hi, I'm Turtle. Um, one of my favorite films that I'm currently obsessing about is Pride and Prejudice. Oh my god. Uh, a fan <laughs> favorite for anybody of the genre. <laughs> think the 1995 miniseries is better you know about that one it's <laughs> a very niche yeah do um, you want me to go yeah. next dude oh yes please do i if i had to pick a definitive favorite i probably couldn't but i'll just go with fantastic mr fox for now lovely That's pick quippy fun movie that i quite enjoy but yeah well i'm, I'm gonna have to go with the iron giant Always okay loved it. I was, watch it first. I was like eight and it's always been my favorite. Never changed. Holds up. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> sweet, sweet, sweet. He loves Vin <laughs> Diesel. Um, just, <laughs> just to move right into things, we have uh, some segments. So I haven't told the other two about oh these God. mysterious segments. I'm so um, but We'll move on to the first segment titled, Hey Jude. Sorry, what? Don't rate it three. <laughs> no. This is a segment where we go through Jude's no. ratings on Letterboxd, and we find one of his three out of five ratings that no. doesn't deserve a three, and we try to argue with him until he changes his opinion. The <laughs> defending team is allowed this. one minute to <laughs> defend why it should be higher than a three no. out of five, and then Jude is given a 30-second rebuttal, then about 30 seconds again for the defending team about whatever movie we bring up, and then if Jude hasn't changed his mind, we lose. But if he does, then, <laughs> hey, we won the segment. Today's oh film, Drive by director Nicholas <laughs> Vending <laughs> No. Uh. <laughs> Turtle, do you have any uh, background on Drive? Um, yes, I watched it once. Mm -hmm. but that's always a good start. as far as I'm willing to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> what, would you, what would you rate Drive? Personally, about a four. See, and most people would say it's about a four just on style and tone and just how gritty and fun it is. Right. However, our mate, our friend, Jude, <laughs> he gave it a three out of five. Now, I'd argue that there's enough there, even if you don't necessarily relate to the character or get that invested in the story, that you can just be there for the action and be a witness of something amazing <laughs> that it's at least, at least a 3.5. I wasn't expecting to be attacked this early on in the podcast. I'm not trying to attack you, but now you have to defend yourself because we've... Right. Okay. <laughs> Drive sells itself as an action film, and it's quite boring for an action film. There are long segments where nothing happens, and Ryan Gosling sort of pooters about, not saying anything. It's like one of those films where he has like 20 lines of dialogue in the whole film. But that's like, what makes all those 20 lines more powerful for me. Give him his 30 seconds. <laughs> yes, but he mumbles through it anyway. I mean, I enjoyed the film mainly. It is quite fun and it looks good. And there are some good moments of action. Here, oh. Here's the part. It, are, are you finished? Oh, yeah, sure. I'm finished for now. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But here's the part that, that I think the listener needs to know. One uh -huh. of Jude's favorite films <laughs> is Blade Runner 2049, a film oh, where sick. Ryan Reynolds mumbles about oh silently, and it's beautiful. It's, it's, that I is love not that fair. Film. Sorry, did you say Ryan Reynolds? 
Ryan Gosling, right? <laughs> I mean, could have been improved but, if it had Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, but honestly, like, let's let's be real, guys. Let's get a Blade Runner with a Deadpool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, but the difference is that's directed by Denis Villeneuve, and I feel like there's actually more substance to that, or I picked up right. more substance in Blade Runner twenty forty nine than I ever found in Drive. I no, I I understand it, and it's quite frustrating when something's quite slow. Right, but you could say that. I know this is quite like reductive, but you could uh-huh. say that about that The Exorcist. That's a slow. Oh, I, uh, well, The Exorcist is a three out of five for me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, and would for, you like to defend yourself? The, for you the exact answer? same reasons as Jude. <laughs> now, this this segment isn't mainly directed at Jude. However, it's a running joke inside our friend group. That Jude notoriously gives classical films that everyone loves. It's an unfair stereotype. <laughs> and and in. In fairness, in fairness, you have raised the one that I was going to use for this because right. you did have "There Will Be Blood" at three yeah. out of five. Yeah, well, and that's that would have been. Yeah, that would have been a good one. But yeah. my opinion of that has raised since I've thought about it more. I don't need to see it again. I so maybe, maybe that's a case for Drive, and then we'll we'll reevaluate it if you ever. Yeah, and the other thing about Drive as well is that I never really bought the relationship between Ryan Gosling and Kerry Mulligan. Like I I'll, always I'll give thought you that. that I will completely give you that. Yeah, I think so as well. Yeah. But I, I need. But, I'm gonna watch it again soon. Like it's on movie at the but, moment. But you're. But you're not raising it even before rewatch, correct? Mm, <laughs> no, not before rewatch. But stay okay. tuned. Turtle, we have lost the segment <laughs> for now. <laughs> no. But it's to be decided. So maybe he could raise it on a rewatch. Wow, this Moving is a really on. easy segment to win. Yeah, yeah. It's it's <laughs> completely opinionated. There's no. Yeah. <laughs> Next time. One of the segments I actually have had planned, and and maybe we'll. Uh, I'll just throw it in to to spice the listener up for some uh-huh. cool in the future. But I was gonna say Turtle tries to sell us on a very boring period piece. <gasps> oh my god! Um, that we would never watch otherwise. Um, <laughs> that is not going to be here this week because I didn't want to put everybody through that on the first. Episode. <laughs> oh, However, come on. moving on to the second segment. Uh, if you like this, you'll love this. The movie Ooh. Us just came out. That's the movie we're reviewing. Yes. Um, do you guys have any recommendations for a movie like Us that maybe someone was like, oh, I really enjoyed that, that they would go to, and Ooh. it's like, oh, I love this. Ooh, I that have is... one. Go for it. Um, so the film, The One I Love, which would be probably the closest one I could think of right now. Um, it also has Elizabeth Moss. May yeah. Scientology bless her soul. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's with, I think it's Mark Duplass, and he also directed it. And it's, I don't think it's much of a spoiler to say, it's also about doubles. Right. Uh, and it has like a lot of similarities, I guess, a lot of themes. And it would be, it would make a, probably a really interesting double bill with us because yeah. it's, uh, it's kept a similar plot, but it has different themes of that makes and uh-huh. uh, in a lot of ways, I think the one I love is a less complete version of what we got in us. But nevertheless, I think it's a really interesting sci-fi story. Uh, okay. It's got a lot of interesting questions. Um, anyone else? Uh, I, I have one if you haven't come up with one yet, Jude. Oh, no, yeah, you go ahead. Okay, I'm actually going to go with Enemy, um, just because ah. quite literally there's doubles in it. Uh, Jake yes. Gyllenhaal's performance is incredible, and I think Denis Villeneuve, have, as we've mentioned, as Jude has mentioned, is one of the best working directors yeah. uh, to date. Um, yeah. And I have yet to give 
one of his films, I think less than an eight out of 10. So it's a really fun watch. Even if you don't necessarily, I think that's a film where you don't necessarily have to get it or even search for the reasoning afterwards um, to enjoy it. Cause I still don't necessarily know entirely what happened. Yeah. (laughs) And that's part of the fun of it for me. Definitely. Yeah. I really like anime. I hated anime, but I definitely agree. Yeah. I definitely agree that it's worth watching. Yes, definitely. At the very least. Yeah, it was just I mean, it was just easy to go from double. I was like, oh, movies with doubles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the one that I immediately jumped to was the double by Rich Ayoade, which is another double. Gang. I think that's really fun. Um, Jesse Eisenberg, who I love, is so so good in it. It's got Mia Vazakowska in as well, um, uh, and yeah, it's a really interesting film. Um, and hopefully, Rich Ayoade will make some more films soon. Um, hopefully, <laughs> but yeah, did anyone of you see? There was a list, apparently, that Jordan Peele sent to, to Lupita Nyong'o bef- to, to watch before starting Us. And, like, there are tons of really good films on there. Stuff like The Shining, Babadook, It Follows, which I thought was an interesting one, uh, Funny Games, Let the Right One In. So all those films, you know, could be worth checking out after you've seen Us as well, um, if you're interested in that. that that's definitely interesting. Uh... Something I, I really enjoy about Jordan Peele is that uh-huh. he's, I think a lot of horror directors that are considered like innovators don't right. necessarily love to like talk about their influences yeah. for certain yeah. projects. Yeah, yeah. Then immediately people are like, oh, you stole this from this. But yeah, he's very yeah. like transparent, like this is what I grew up with. Like, yeah, these he are embraces things I love. it. Yeah, exactly. Especially like, I, I think it's really brave to even say something like It Follows, that, which came out like four years ago, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's huge. It's- weird to like deny that exactly yeah, yeah. for sure it, it's arbitrary to try to do that obviously you're gonna have some influences uh, i have the list here do you want me to run through all of them oh yes please oh, yeah. the shining like you said uh-huh. the babadook yeah. so another uh-huh. new film uh it follows a tale of two sisters which i have not heard of i have um, the birds oh i assume the alfred oh, hitchcock, hitchcock is uh, yeah yeah uh-huh. uh i i really don't like the birds but that's a topic for another story <laughs> um Funny games. Right. I really want to see um, that. I, oh. I don't know which version he, because there's two, correct? I think they're yeah, both exactly the same, the same though, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. They, they are the same, but I, I just wonder which one he, he picked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Martyrs, which I is a really, film we really are going to be watching that. later. Yeah. 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 Can't wait. Um, Let the Right One In and uh-huh. The Sixth Sense. Wow. So those are the films. Okay. It's a pretty good list. So with that in mind, we are going to move right on into the Us Review. This is from writer-director Jordan Peele. It's his second feature, his uh, response to all the Get Out praise. Um, And I I don't know if you guys are aware because I I don't know if you guys could tell. My two co-hosts are across the pond. um, So maybe they don't know the inner workings uh, that are going on on the other side. However, this film grossed 70 million in the first weekend. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. That's huge. Did, did you guys hear the big stat that they were throwing out? What was I it? Think, I think it's the um, highest. Uh, oh, sorry. I think it's the <laughs> highest earning um, original horror film of all time, isn't it? Really? It's, it's yeah. the highest earning original horror film of all time. However, wow. I, th- I think this is more impressive afterwards. It is the highest grossing original film opening weekend since Avatar. Wow. And I wasn't sure, like, I I was trying to think of the list. I was like, there's no way. Like, that's insane. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I think that's so exciting as well that we can have like a director, a new director, a new name like Jordan Peele that's getting people to the cinemas to see original horror. Like I think yes. that's and, really and that's exciting. and that's immediately a huge plus with this film for me is Jordan Peele sells an event to everyone. Exactly. And it's so weird that even even kind of obviously horror is not niche, but it's not the most accessible for everyone. People right. still want to see it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I know some people who like refuse to see horror, like point blank. And yeah. I think films like <laughs> us will get people like that to the cinema. I think it's really it, it, interesting. Oh, sorry. No, 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 you go for uh, it. <laughs> oh, no. On, t- on like Twitter and social media, it was kind of, it's been a while like since that's happened for films, aside from, say, like Avengers or whatever Marvel's turning out. But yeah. that, the fact that I wanted to go because I wanted to be a part of that cultural discussion. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. Definitely. Uh, are you guys familiar how, how Get Out came out here? No, no. I'm not at all. How so it was here? really weird. I, I actually, it, this is still one of the bi- biggest regrets I've had to this day. At my uh-huh. previous university, we were allowed to have an early screening of Get Out with Jordan Peele there. Oh my God. <laughs> Did you and I forgot, I forgot to fill out the paperwork and I was like, Jordan <gasps> Peele's first film. Hey. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> he's making yeah, i was like good for him but why yeah, why would i want to <laughs> and then what was so weird is opening weekend i don't believe get out grossed that much but really? it was one of the i believe it was about 20 million ish range um oh, okay. but it was one of those things where you know similar to uh I, I, this is this film is nothing like like it but my big fat greek wedding where like so many people <laughs> talked about it that it literally made the same amount the second weekend and wow. barely tapered off the third weekend that it just came something like the second week people saw it and people were talking about it even more. And it was just this oh, weird wow. explosion. And I, I also added that it was nominated for best picture, just yes. added more to Jordan Peele's like legacy. I mean, that was the one big, like great thing out of the Oscars last year, I thought was get out getting recognition. Because it wasn't something I yeah, expected. Especially. To see a horror film be nominated is pretty rare as well. Yeah. That, that's I, why I really wanted that year for Blade Runner to be nominated because I don't see yeah. sci-fis, like actual sci-fis nominated too often. Exactly, yeah. But I remember Get Out being a contentious kind of nomination, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a bit. A little bit. It's similar. It's similar. I put it in the same camp as uh, Black Panther. Right. Um and obviously, like, I'm not, <laughs> there's a clear thing people <laughs> Whoa, could say okay. that I'm comparing the two, which is not the case. I just think there right. was a crazy amount of hype on both of them. Yeah. And if you weren't originally on the wave or weren't for that, you're, you're going to say it's overrated. Right. Yeah. Which I think is yeah. sort of fair because, like, I, I watched Get Out the first time and I didn't necessarily, like, resonate with it. Which, speaking of which, I'd like to hear your, your guys' thoughts on Get Out before we start uh, this Us review. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I th- that was an interesting film. Like, I think I expected a bit too much horror out of Get Out, and it was very much more of like a psychological chiller sort of film than it was a straight up horror. So I think yep. the first time round, I struggled with it. Um, but I have seen it a few times since, and it has grown on me to an extent. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I really like Out. I I agree with those sentiments, so I don't yeah. necessarily have that much to add. But it, it, I got more eye opening the second viewing. I think. Yeah, definitely. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. Normally, when people say that on the first watch, I'm like, I don't think I missed on anything, but I missed out on all. Yes, that's the thing. Turtle? Yeah, you go back afterwards and you find all these tidbits and things, and then, you know, suddenly it all starts <laughs> yeah. piecing together. But I think 
get out. I caught that way late in the game. Yeah, me too. I think oh, I was in university. I couldn't be bothered to go to that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I, when I finally watched it, I think, I think it was okay because of the colossal amount of hype. But yeah. um, especially, I think his work first work, it, it did feel a bit ham-fisted for me. I'm not going to lie. When I really? first watched it, it's, but no, I don't think that's the right word. I think it's because I've been surrounded by the discussions that it generated for right. a few months. Yeah. That the, it, was, it wasn't a surprise to me. Oh, sorry. It wasn't a surprise to me, but the more I thought about it, the more layers it had and the more right. like, interesting it was culturally. Yeah. 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 And by, by the time Oscars came around, it, it was genuinely riveting and i wanted it to win yeah 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 that was a weird year for (laughs) shape of water to take the prize (laughs) yeah and no one and no one remember it won by the way (laughs) that's the thing yeah everyone i talked to thinks the winner of that year was moonlight (laughs) 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 and i just asked them i'm like do you think moonlight won twice and they look at me and they (laughs) get confused but anyway, we're going to move straight into it. What did you guys think of us? Tell you can go um, first if you want. Okay. Um, wait, do you want to maybe go through the rough outline of us? Yeah, sure. Um, us is a horror film uh, from Jordan Peele about a husband and wife, Gabe and Adeline, uh, take their kids to the beach, expecting to unplug and unwind with friends. But as the night descends, their serenity turns to tension and chaos when some shocking visitors arrive uninvited to their house. And that's the central conflict of us. Yes. <laughs> it is Wonderful. from Jordan Peele, as mentioned, starring Lupita Nyong'o and Winston Duke mm. are the two main stars. But I think, I think the first thing is that is that I think the general consensus here is that we all liked it. We all liked us, yeah. right? Yes. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I liked it. And it's, it's a weird thing for this one. I, I don't necessarily love ratings. And I think part of <laughs> where I struggle with this is I keep arguing with myself and it keeps weighing differently. Cause I'm like, this film make no, makes no sense, but there's like these little 10% spikes yeah. where I'm like, this yeah. is brilliant. And then I <laughs> go and I'm like, no, but that doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> I think the like it's brilliant but the frustrating thing about it is so slippery right yeah yeah like there's like as he said there's moments of brilliance and there's clearly so much intent behind it and so much thought and work into the writing into the like even costume design but Uh i couldn't tell you like, aside from being like a good story, I couldn't tell you what it's about, and maybe that's <laughs> intentional. <laughs> right. No. Yeah. Well, well. See, see. On the second watch, what was even more, and I couldn't decide if Jordan Peele was lazy or if it was intentionally genius. That opening <laughs> line where he says the the underground train systems, 
and then it freezes on no one knows what it's for yeah. and i'm like is he <laughs> is he saying that <laughs> yeah it's one of those things where i'm almost thinking he's winking at us like <laughs> yeah, huh? yeah you're not gonna get it <laughs> no, it's like it's just a pay attention people it's gonna be important later wink wink yeah, yeah and it's <laughs> but um me me and jude had uh had agreed on some before yeah. um and i i think turtles sides pretty much the same on this as well um but i definitely think it's a better technically made film yes uh, but yes. get out just feels way more complete and this just yeah. has like a lot of loose yeah. threads that need to be soon up yeah i mean it's interesting to that you said you like you don't know what the film's about because i yeah. like for me i feel that i might be completely wrong but get out felt like a film that jordan peele had wanted to make for ages and ages and ages and finally got the yeah. chance to make and then he gets yeah. off the back of get out and he thinks Oh God! I've got to make another film now, and that <laughs> film is us. And like, for which, a... which, it, if that's the reasoning, then he made a marvelous film. And that's yeah. the thing. Yes, for, for a second album, it's really, really good. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it 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 does have its flaws. But it, yeah, it is a broadly entertaining horror film, which I think I definitely agree that it feels like he thought about it less. Yes. I, so I listened to a bit of a interview with him and. Um, Simon Mayo, um, right. <laughs> where he does say that this film isn't necessarily political or like really about yeah, like there's a clear message behind Get Out and yeah, the, I think we're gonna have purpose... to get into that in spoilers because <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of frustrations with not the film with the outside mm. audience. because <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. I've seen this two times now and. Between my first and second viewing, I've read a lot that people were giving credit to this film that I, I think is completely undeserved. Us explained. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, how did how did you guys feel about the performances? Oh yeah, I I think that oh. I think that's probably one of the biggest strengths of the film. Oh, so strong. Like Lupita Nyong'o, obviously just so so good. I mean, there's al there's already you know whisperings about oh my god, is she going to get an Oscar nomination for this? That would be great. Which is interesting. Yeah. Like, I think it might be another Tony Collette situation. Um, yeah, I, I definitely said oh. that she would probably be dominated because I have no, you know, it's one of those things where it's, it's March right now. Like, there's yeah. still a lot yeah, left. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But I think um, one, of, one of the things was the child it. actors as well were, were really impressive. Like, I think yeah. that is one thing that you can get really, really wrong. Um, yes, but I think both the main kids were really, really good. Uh, you know, they have the major roles; they have to pull their weight because they're playing two different characters, and you know, they're, yep. they're no fault at all. And, and that's, by the way, that's everyone in this film. Like, exactly. Yeah. In this yeah. film. They have to play these crazy, insane doubles. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I think they were really creepy, which I really like. The Ted, like Get Out, had, had some chilling moments, but I think Us was it had those horror elements, like the tether would really scary, you know, it had those kills yeah. and all this kind of thing. So it's yeah. such an acting yeah. scene and like, um, props to the makeup person. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They, they did a fantastic job. Yeah. Like the two the Lupitas. Well, yeah. I, I think, so I think tethered Lupita or red is, uh -huh. is the better of the two performances. So really? if there was a weird thing where we could nominate her for, for <laughs> and yeah. supporting, yeah. I would be 100% for that. Oh my god, you're yeah. onto something. Awesome. Yeah, um, no. 
the daughter in particular, um, the actress's name is Shahadi Wright Joseph. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I thought she was such a standout. Yes. Yeah, she, I agree. I mean, especially, okay. especially going back. Oh, this is I. I can't say it because it's a spoiler. But <laughs> <laughs> do you guys want to jump into spoilers? We've been talking about it for a decent oh, let's amount of time. Ahead. Everyone's right. seen okay. it now, anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Seventy million dollars. We're fine. Um, I was gonna say the the moment where she gets her first kill. Yeah. Amazing. Like, yes. there's a, just like this great amount of energy in it, and I was like, yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's but, and that's a lot of people in this movie that I just go yeah. <laughs> so it almost yeah. it, I don't know if you guys agree with this, but it almost felt like a return of like the B movie horror. Yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, because it has more money though. Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and way better actors. You think about oh, Get yes. Out, and it has that one moment where he rams like the deer head into into that guy, and that's like the yes. main action bit that sticks in my head. But there are a lot more of those action moments in us. Like, you know, yes, there the, are incredible ones. Exactly. Yeah. You know, as, when they go into the Tyler family's house and like how quickly they are all, you know, dispatched and picked off was really great, I thought. <laughs> um, Especially, I, I thought the music choice was great to that, except I did not like that they go back to the I got five on it song when Alexa's really? playing it or, oh, yes, or the when, when, faux Alexa, because it makes no Ophelia. sense to me. Yeah. I, I like yeah. the, Did the family the buy it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Where they just Guys, like, this is our theme hey, song. Ophelia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we really need to unwind after that. Like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but, but I love that song is the thing. It just doesn't make sense like logically. Yes, and it, and it was actually um, so used a lot past. more than I thought it would be. Because I yeah. thought that was just yes. going to be really cool trailer music, but they used it so many times, which I you know quite like. I, I thought... I don't know if you guys thought this, but as soon as they played the first song, I thought the trailer tricked us and they weren't going to play that song. And I was right, very yes. upset. Because yeah, I was like, exactly. that's such an amazing song for a movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Is there? Oh, um, one thing going back on this. So I've seen it twice, as mentioned. Um, uh-huh. There's a couple of things at the beginning that I thought were eye-opening. Um, right. Obviously. Okay, wait. Uh, I'll say this real quick. There are people that are saying that this film is a metaphor for classism or so they're, they're saying that Lupita's character is someone or Adeline uh, is a character that left uh, poverty and just forgot about like her, her beginnings. And I can almost see it, but I don't think there's enough there to get there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I see that. Honestly, I see that. Cause um, well, I've been thinking about, I don't know if you want to cut this bit out. But I've been thinking about um, my role as a sort of not black person of color lately. Right. And especially being Asian. Mm-hmm. I think there's, I don't want to say contention, but I think there's a lot of playing into the hand of people in power when it comes to sort of racial or ethnic minorities. Right. And I think that metaphor almost does work i don't know if it's intentional i feel like it might be intentional but that whole thing but that's where i struggle with this film because i think jordan peele made a b-movie horror and it's (laughs) very enjoyable but i just don't see these like like my friend sent me this theory he's like 
oh, the the kid's a double. And I was like, no, like <laughs> there's no <laughs> subtext for this that you are trying to like dig up. I, that, I think, that's the one theory. Go for it. I think there might be some of this stuff in there. And like, that's the thing you, you might have watched this film four or five times before you finally get it. Um, <laughs> but like, I, I read an interesting review on Letterboxd that said, it's too contrived and obvious to be a compelling piece of high art, but too obscure and cumbersome to enjoy for bloody pleasure. And it's it's not something I I I entirely agree with with that. Yeah, yeah, I I don't entirely agree with it, but I think it does bring up an interesting question about whether Jordan Peele has found that balance yet between making something that is really scary and something that's really making a point. Because for sure, and I think it's very difficult to try to do try to make something so entertaining. And also, because I'm not sure about you guys, I saw the twist coming from the very beginning. I just assumed in my mind, they switched, and that's what happened. (laughs) See, this thing, I feel really dumb, because I did not, and this is about the twist at all. (laughs) I was like, oh, I'll come back to that later, but for some reason, I did not, you know, work out that she was the doppelganger. In in my mind, I think there is is no way you think they didn't switch as soon as (laughs) Adeline uses the scissors to kill someone. Right. See, that I is thought... the point where I tell people, I'm like, you are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> All right, rub it in. Fine. Yeah, no. I thought <laughs> the scissors bit was like a kind of a giveaway. But right. of yeah. course, uh, he was playing with us like we all done. Yeah. Which, which, if we're getting into another moment, I think the twist should be before they actually meet up. Or it, it yeah. should be, it, something should be yeah. changed about that. Because her speech, rewatching it again, uh-huh. with that information being a certainty, because it was yeah. in my mind, but it was one of those yeah. things where I was like, I'm 85% sure. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll admit that. Um, but part of her speech, it just doesn't make sense in the context of they did switch. Right. I, I don't know. If you guys rewatch it, maybe you feel differently, but oh. I, that was really like bothersome. However, that scene is still magical. It is. Yeah. It's well, the best moment of the yeah. film. How that's yeah. edited, how, you know, I've got five on it's playing over the top and everything. Yep. I think it's just the best moment in the film. Yep. Masterful. Yeah. I, I yeah. would say like that, that opening scene, I literally, cause my friend told me like, Oh, well it says in the movie that, that the government is the one that did this stuff. And I said, no, it doesn't. You just made that up. <laughs> and I actually missed it the first watch because I was looking at that scene yeah. where Red is in the front yeah. and then uh, Adeline slowly creeping up in the back. It is one of the best shots like yes. all time. I was yeah. like, this is incredible. And I wasn't thinking about any of the words they were saying. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, going back to that speech, uh-huh. um, did you mean the speech where she says, um, sorry, Red says, uh, I imagine that night all the time, how it could have been different if you'd brought me along with you. Yes. Is that speech? Yeah, that... The more I thought about it, the more I did not understand that speech. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it, it's one of those things, I actually compare it to, and I'm not sure if you guys have seen this, but A Quiet Place? That's right. a movie yeah. I highly enjoyed on the first watch, but then as soon as I would think about it, like any general thought yes, like, yes, yeah. exactly. or meaningful thought going into it, eight seconds in, I'd be like, wait, this movie doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. For whatever reason, A Quiet Place works for me because I think John yeah. Krasinski was just trying to make a fun movie. Oh, and it is. It yeah. totally is a fun movie, yeah. Yeah. Because it's technically great, I think, but A Quiet Place is quite plain on rewatch. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. A bit mind-boggling. More substantive, Yeah. 
But yeah, I also think the gimmick in a quiet place is what makes that movie great. But I, yeah. I think yeah. without it, us is a way better made film. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, oh, I still no. think like even as somebody who didn't get the final twist and I or didn't anticipate it, and I seem to be in the minority, like <laughs> it wasn't a twist that like blew my mind, which makes me think that yeah. that whole sequence should have been done a lot better. Like, and that twist should have been early. Uh, I will say the second. So I watched it twice: Thursday opening night, and then Friday. Yeah. Friday's audience was very more <gasps> like when that twist <laughs> happened. So yeah. I, I think you are not in the minority. I think okay. a lot of people are coming. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just don't understand how people didn't. Like, that's. <laughs> I, I'm the representative for the dumb, normal audience member. <laughs> You're not dumb. Apparently. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, am, I am the, <laughs> the smart man. Yeah. I will say if, if you can still see this in a packed audience, it definitely makes it better. Cause I think the joke yeah. moments are great. Mm. And also I had, a I had one of those like grandma types of people in like horror movies that goes like, Oh, Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a thin line for me. I'm not sure how you guys side on this for theater experiences when people talk. But right. that type of yeah. woman, I will always prefer in any cinema. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the thing, though. I feel like British audiences and American audiences are very different when it comes to the cinema. Like, this is what I've heard. Don't you just? Don't you guys just sit there? <laughs> we, we do sit there. Don't say a word. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't get people. I. I don't think I've ever been in a screening where I've seen people loudly reacting to the film. And going, yeah. oh no! no that's, if, that's if they're a, being if they're being loud, they're just talking amongst themselves, and they're not even <laughs> listening yeah, to the movie at all. Assholes. Yeah, exactly. We don't get people going, oh my god, or laughing oh, really no. loudly. No, it just never it, happens. It, I will say this as someone who went to the uh, initial screening of Avengers, Star Wars, like all those movies. Literally, uh -huh. if you if you're just like, hey, here's C three PO, everyone goes, <laughs> yes, yes, like, everyone yeah. goes insane. <laughs> it's basically, you know, the Simpsons bit where they go, hey, hey, say the line. And then he's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Beep, bop, boop, beep, bop. <laughs> and I, they all go nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen, I've never seen this thing packed in the UK ever. No. Um, and no. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think generally, I think it's a impactful film when I do hear a noise. Right, yeah. Like just any noise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, just a clap. Do you guys have yeah, people yeah. in your theater that still clap after? Never. What? I've never no. There was there was That's... one guy for this film that tried. <laughs> really? <laughs> and tried really hard. Was doing the come on, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Go to your car, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> His friends oh, let him down. <laughs> for sure. Just to double check. Do you guys have but... any other? Yeah. Yes. Do you guys have any other check. thoughts on uh? Yes. Was there a post credit scene? Because I walked out during. No, there was not. No, okay, thank I God. <laughs> I, lo I love that. I love that ending song, though. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was interesting. Yeah. I like that. I I was delighted that the credits were so short. <laughs> really? <laughs> because I'm just so used to watching um, a Marvel film and waiting. Yeah. Oh my God. And those take about fifteen minutes. Yes. I was oh, just so I delighted. Imagine. Yeah. I've okay. You know what? You know what we need to get rid of as a culture. What? The people that think they're like geniuses because like people have lives and leave the cinema, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, yeah. "Doesn't this guy know?" <laughs> There's an end credit scene. Yeah. The movie 
movie's not over. I, you gotta I see the cat eat. throw up the, the, the thing. <laughs> I will admit, I have been that person. <laughs> I'm not proud of it, but I, ha- yeah. I have thought it. I, I, I won't lie. I, I did that in... I, I didn't say this. I was almost the person that left, because I stay for all the credits regardless, but right. I wasn't too, the most pleased with Venom. And then, like, my friends were like, no, we gotta stay. There's an end credits. And I was like, no, there's not. And then some nerd in the front was like, oh, well, it's technically a Marvel movie, so there's gonna... And that end credits ruined any fun I had in that movie. Oh my I don't know God. if you guys have seen it. No. It's Woody Harrelson in an orange wig. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Wow. Oh, I gotta watch it now. <laughs> yeah, now that we've touched on Venom, I think we're almost... Like, we're, we're done with the Us review, right? Yeah, sure. Um, any other closing thoughts or anything else you guys want to share? I think uh, personally, I don't know, because personally, I'm so enamored by the idea of uh, a double. Yeah, and, and like in whatever facet you want to use it, like in sci-fi and horror, even mm. for like psychological drama, you know, persona. Yeah, uh, Ingmar Bergman's persona. <laughs> 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 well, thrown at names. Yeah, yeah. I've watched films. Uh, <laughs> it's just I don't know. It there's so much you can do with the double. I guess the, yes. They can kind of reflect us. They can reflect everything we want, everything we don't want. Mm. Like it, you can talk a, you can say a lot about identity through the double, and I guess he kind. Jordan Peele kind of touched on all this. Authenticity, because uh, the whole time, even though I saw the twist coming, I was like, "Oh, yeah!" Like they want to be authentic, but they obviously can't because they're aesthetically but, the same, but they're not. Yeah, they're not. Um, but but then I was like, oh, "But she was the authentic one." Yeah. <laughs> At the end, but see, that's but, that's what bothers me because I don't think the double logic makes sense in this one. Mm. Why not? Because specifically, I think he, he left it ambiguous so people could make these theories and it could be one of those movies where people do this thing where, you know, they share fan theories and, and you we're talking about it for years. Again, uh-huh. genius on this part. But for me, wow. in that ambiguity, there's too much that doesn't make sense at all that he didn't address with the doubles. For instance, if they're tethered, it was, was the girl red or the, the fake... It, see, it's weird to say because it's the fake yeah. one, but the real one at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Was she was she tethered the whole time? How did she get untethered? Like none of that stuff makes sense to me. Yeah, that is uh, it because they met. Maybe it's for us too. Maybe we'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> until until Jordan Peele releases his ten page essay, I am not satisfied <laughs> with yeah. all of these. Because because the thing that bothers me is they say they use that bit that they're still tethered. When the kid shows up and you can make the argument because he I'm confused at that scene, that scene in particular is where I get infuriated because it makes no sense. Right. Because the kid's about to light the car on fire and uh, Adeline runs out. She's like, no, stop. And the kid realizes it's a trap for whatever reason. Makes no sense to me. And then he's like, oh, that's my double. And they start just walking backwards and the kid walks into the fire and then yeah. Adeline's like, no, don't do that. And I'm like, what what does she have an attachment to? Yes, and it is yeah. all unexplained. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. And the only and the only thing I can think is that obviously, well, she's a double, so maybe like she sees 
life in them, and that's why she's sympathetic toward. Them. But I don't uh-huh. think there's enough there. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I I thought that maybe she saw the child and thought about how that could be her child. If you if you know what I mean. Yes, I right. I, I can yeah. see that. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Can I can I throw in a quick like edit to this film to you guys oh, and see do. how you guys mm-hmm. feel about it? Yeah. If instead it was there were two Lupitas and they were both doubles, because uh-huh. a lot of people say to me they're like that doesn't make sense, and I'm like it's his film he can write whatever he wants. Like yeah, there's yeah. there's a lit like there's ambiguity, so you can do whatever you want. And then Lupita switches at the end, and she's the final piece that orchestrated all of it. The one in the real world, right? But they're both from yeah. the the tethered world. Okay. Oh. Yeah. But yeah. then, then my friend, my friend immediately made an argument prompt me. He said, "You don't get that cool dance scene at the end," and I was like, "You uh, got me there." Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was <laughs> so the best good. Yeah. yeah, I can't. I can't lose the best scene in the film. Is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's important to say that for all the criticisms, we all really enjoyed it, and oh, it's, for sure, it, it's really exciting to have people like Jordan Peele and Ari Aster and all these new horror names like bringing horror back to the really big mainstream they're bringing horror back yep yeah <laughs> okay i'm done okay um so before we conclude everything i'd like each of you to throw out a recommend from this week of any film you've watched or any piece of media it can be oh, a, an album it can be a tv show mostly movies are preferred but literally anything you guys have been up to Oh gosh. Okay. Oh. I, I have one if you guys want me to go first because I was looking through my letterbox and oh, I go on found go on a movie. Um I'm recommending Mysterious Skin. Um, yes. Yeah. It's a really That's weird movie. Film. It's definitely not for everyone. Know what you're going into. Uh, <laughs> or not. I, honestly, yeah, no, I went into No, definitely don't. Just <laughs> no if you're below a certain age, yes. <laughs> don't watch it. <laughs> yeah. Um, it makes no sense to me how this film was made in 2004. Yeah. Um, and the performances specifically from Joseph Gordon-Levitt are terrific. Um, yes. and I just thoroughly enjoyed it for a film that I thought, cause I rewatched, I, I get these two films mixed up. Uh, what's the Ryan Johnson film? Oh, gosh, I have no idea. Do you know what, what I'm talking about? Where, no. where Joseph Gordon-Levitt's in it. Uh, it's starring a couple other people. It's like this teen mystery and I was really like, oh, this is the good one out of the two. And <laughs> it's for sure Mysterious Skin. Oh, Brick. Right. Brick is the name of the movie. Brick. Yeah. Okay. And I watched, I watched Brick first. It came out in 2005. <laughs> ah. I thought, I assumed Brick was the movie where it was just, I thought Mysterious Skin was the mystery and Brick was just an okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then I flip-flopped it again. But moving on to whatever you guys have, shout out. Oh, go on tell. Okay, you know what? Um, if you, I since I rewatched this um, last week, if you enjoyed the kind of setup payoff of um, us, Ooh, that okay, it has it had consistently, I would love to recommend Paddington Two. Wait, what? What? I couldn't have expected anything. I couldn't have expected anything. This is like so brilliant. And it's like a piece of writing. It I agree with you, different... but hey, just 
just for anyone listening, us is not like Paddington 2, just to be abundantly <laughs> like, clear. I one thing I found so satisfying about the one thing I found so satisfying about um us was the ability to just set up and pay off. Like right. the the thing about how the closet door shut, the, the kind of mirrors throughout. Okay. The shot with the shadow, you know, it's just it's just like it's complete <laughs> by the end. Um, and Paddington too. If you watch it, it's just full of so many amazing setups and payoffs. It's just such I mean, a tidy piece of writing. Yes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, I, I can vouch for Paddington too. Yeah, I'm not disrespecting Paddington too. I just thought the setup. What's funny is you use the oh, if you like setups, setups and payoffs, and then you use a bad setup. To your payoff. <laughs> all right, all right. We're not. We're not. Boy, boy, if you liked us, will you like Incredible? <laughs> <Paddington> <laughs> <too>. <laughs> all right, what else do you want from me? <laughs> all right, do, I mean, no, do you have a good recommendation. Um, yes, well, the best film I watched in the last week was definitely uh, Lars von Trier's Dancer in the Dark. I Ooh. thought that that is such a fantastic film. It is brutal. But I think Lars von Trier has such a good way of writing characters as well. Like, he is a provocateur, but he always writes good characters as well. And uh, Bjork is amazing. It's got Shaborn, Fallon Hogan in, who I love. And yes, I, Dancer in the Dark is my recommendation for the week. Oh, nice. Okay, All well, right. that about wraps it up. Thank you guys for coming and doing the review of us. And to yes. everyone else, hope Thank you enjoyed you. this listen. If you got this far. Uh, yeah. <laughs> follow, follow me on Letterboxd. Oh my god, good idea. Letterboxd. Yeah. Um, I'm Saturative, S-A-T-U-R-A-T-I-V-E. I am on Letterboxd, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jude, I, I am at Jude, J-F-R. Just literally the letters J-F-R after Jude. Um, I'd like to share, share, uh, shout out Craig. Um, a recording <laughs> guy. He's yeah. he's doing a lot of hard work, what and you know, we really appreciate what he does. Yeah, um, I don't him. know if Craig has a letterbox, but if you guys can find <laughs> that, feel free. If you yeah. guys want to follow my letterbox, feel free. It is Fifty Shades of Hay. You still here? It's over. Go home. Go. Oh.